really frustrating to try and coax your clients to place more value in the changes that are happening off the scale than the value that they place in the number that they see when they step on that stupid thing every single morning. I'm going to show you exactly how to handle these conversations so that they naturally start to place more value in the off scale wins without you having to try and convince them that that stuff is just as important. Hi, I'm Laura, host of Expand, the podcast for coaches who crave more fulfillment in the work that they do, more meaningful results in the clients they serve, and more confidence to rebel against the traditional boxes our coaching industry has placed us in so we can expand into the bigness of what we're truly capable of. When you're ready, let's jump right in. It's important to understand that when your client steps on the scale and feels either positively or negatively about the number that they're seeing, that this reaction has actually been conditioned into them over the course of their life. Here's what I mean. Over the course of their life, they have been taught certain things about what it means to weigh a certain amount. They've been taught certain things about the way that they should or shouldn't look in the world. They've been taught certain things about their worth and their value based on their body. Now, whether someone directly taught them this, like perhaps their mom was a chronic dieter and had this off again, on again relationship with herself, with the scale, with food, whatever, and that was instilled into the client that you're working with, right? At a very young age, or if perhaps your client has just been exposed to magazines and movies and social media and everything over the course of her life and has developed these beliefs by absorbing the beliefs of other people, the influences of other people based on what she's seen, based on who she was around and, and who reinforced those beliefs in her life. What you have to understand is that their reaction when they step on that scale, it started way before that moment. It started years before that moment. So we have to know before we start to preach at them that there's all of these other things that are more important than the scale and let's talk about your off scale wins and, and what are you proud of this week that has nothing to do with the number. We have to understand that by saying these things, we're actually possibly triggering a more negative reaction because they feel like their belief about what that number means is not valid in that moment. So before we can fix this situation, we have to first understand why they think positively or negatively about the number that they see. Okay, understanding that a positive reaction to a number is still a reaction to a number. They're still associating value and worth with the success of their weight loss this week. The goal should not be to react positively to the scale. The goal should be to not react at all to the scale. Does that make sense? On a deeper level, to truly grasp what I'm telling you, I need you to understand that the brain is literally blind. Okay, so when I'm telling you that your client has adopted beliefs and rules and habitual emotional reactions based on their experiences over the course of their life, here's what I really mean. Their brain doesn't see what's going on around them. Their brain doesn't know what to tell them to think or feel or do in any given moment unless we, through our five senses, take in information and attach meaning to what it is we're seeing, meaning to what it is we're feeling or experiencing or touching or smelling, right? It's that meaning that tells our brain that that number is bad or that number is good, okay? It's that meaning then that we need to shift because in order for your client to truly detach from the scale, 
we have to attach a new meaning to what the scale means for them. And the only way to do that is to first understand what their current meanings are. So if we pull all of this in a little bit closer and we look more intimately to the day or the, the hours prior to weighing in on the scale, the same rules still apply. Now we're looking more intimately at what happened in the days before you weighed yourself. Right? So for example, a client weighing in on a Monday morning is going to feel very different likely than a client weighing in on a Friday morning. Why? Because in the days leading up to Friday morning, perhaps the client was on plan. They maybe ate lots of vegetables, they drank lots of water, they got lots of movement and they were feeling really empowered by the things that they were externally doing and what? The meanings that they were attaching to those things. I'm being good right now. So when you weigh in on Friday morning, there's a certain expectation. They feel differently stepping on that scale. And if the result is positive, now those behaviors have been reinforced because the reaction is, I'm worthy of continuing these behaviors. This is working for me. So to counter that, at the tail end of a weekend, let's say they did really good all week, they weighed in on Friday, they were down. Now that's evidence to support the fact that maybe it's okay they go out for burger and fries. Maybe it's okay that they order the, the large popcorn at the movie theaters. Maybe it's okay that they go out for appies with the girls and have a few glasses of wine, right? And they let loose a little bit. So then when they step on the scale Monday morning, before they ever even step on the scale, their stories are spinning about what's going to happen, what that number is going to mean, and that inevitably they are a failure. They are not worthy of continuing, whatever, right? Some crazy story. So then when they step on the scale and the number has gone up, which it likely will due to water retention or whatever, even if they didn't really overeat, right? When the number does go up, they intimately attach that meaning to that experience. So over the course of their life, however long they've been dieting for, every time they step on the scale and it goes down, there's a re positive reinforcement that they're good. Every time they step on the scale and it goes up, there's a positive reinforcement that they're bad and they're attaching meanings to the things that they're doing before they step on the scale because they believe that that is what created that result, which logically it is. But if we want to create change here, if we want to help them to see all of the off-scale wins that they've had, all of the things that they've done that were really positive and are accumulating into a longer-term transformation, then we have to start talking about them before they step on the scale, not after. After someone stepped on the scale and they've had a negative experience and they've attached a negative meaning to it, we can't go into savior mode. We can't try and salvage that because they've already decided what that meant to them. And that meaning has been reinforced with all of the evidence they've accumulated over the life to support that this is a true belief. This is a true factual thing. I messed up. I'm not worthy. This is, I'm failing, right? Why, what's wrong with me, whatever that story is, that is very much factual for them. So if we want to help them dissociate from the scale, step away from the scale, stop obsessing over the scale, we have to pre-frame them, okay? How do we do this? One, before they step on the scale, give them a visualization exercise. What went well over the last three days? What am I proud of myself for over the last three days? How do I know I'm making positive changes in my life based on what I did or experienced or felt or thought over the last three days? Let's create evidence for a positive outcome from this experience before we have the experience. And then attach a new meaning to the scale. 
simply by saying something like, it doesn't matter what the scale says, I feel X way about myself today. Okay, it doesn't matter what the scale says, I feel like I am making progress. I feel proud of myself for this. I am hopeful. I am empowered. I am strong. I am beautiful. Whatever it has to be for that person. So then when they step on the scale and maybe the scale number did go up, they've already attached meaning to that experience, right? They've already attached that meaning. And then all you have to do is reinforce the meaning they've already attached instead of trying to scrape away the shitty meaning that they attached habitually based on past experiences. Is this making sense? So essentially what you've done is you've identified their trigger, right? What it was that they were attaching meaning to earlier on that led to them believing X, Y, Z about the outcome on their scale. We dissolved the trigger and we reinforced a new meaning to those experiences. We pulled out the pieces of their experiences that they were just missing. They were glazing over because they were so focused on their past habitual um, scenarios, their past habitual experiences around the weight loss journey. They were so dialed into the things they were doing right and the things that they were doing wrong that they were missing the bigger picture. So we've essentially zoomed them out. We've like ex helped them explore the bigger picture and attach meaning to that bigger picture so that the scale no longer determines what they feel on that given day. They're no longer looking to the scale to tell them how they're allowed to feel about themselves on that day. And instead, we're helping them to decide how they want to feel about themselves, irregardless of what the scale says. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want more, I'd love if you'd subscribe to my show wherever you get your podcasts. Good karma points for also leaving a review while you're at it. And lastly, if you're looking to dive even deeper, you'll find a ton of free workshops, mini trainings, and the details on my mentorship program, Trigger Mapping, over at laurapoberin.com. See you next time.